live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hi, how's it going? I'm Jamie Rodriguez, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, this week and every week. J-Rod Concerts, what is that? What is that, you may ask? Well, it's a podcast, musical podcast, and I bring fresh artists, current hit makers, and musical legends from around the globe so we get to know them better. I cut my teeth in uh, Top 40 Radio in Miami, in WHYIY 100, and that's my background. And let's start this week's episode by introducing you to Nina Herzog, shan't we? And Nina, amazing, amazing singer, artist, actress, producer, and she is uh, best known as the singing and speaking voice of Odette in Sony Animation's The Swan Princess series, and she recently released her debut EP, Together Away. Wonderful six-song EP that is like a love story in, in of, of, of itself. Uh, it was crafted with producer Philip Peterson, known for his work with Lord Ed Sheeran, and Lana Del Rey. And well, Nina comes and shares her great story, right? I, I mean, she, she's been singing her whole life, studying music and voice at the UCLA School of Theater, Film and Television. She began very young. Uh, she's worked in Broadway shows. She's been on BuzzFeed.com videos. You know, she's done a lot, a lot of stuff. And then, of course, you know, big break came when she became the voice of uh, Odette on The Swan Princess. But this new album, wow, it's just a stunning, stunning, multi-instrumental, wonderful piece of music. You guys are going to be blown, blown away. Um, And guess what? If you stick around, Nina gives us a breathtaking performance of one of her new songs. So make sure to stick around for that, guys. So... Guys, we welcome you to the show. If you're new, please subscribe. Give us a little uh, review. As you know, that does help us quite a bit, uh, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever. And to find out more about Nina, visit I am Nina Herzog, Herzog, H-E-R-Z-O-G.com for more true dates, fan club, and a lot more. So let's get on it. Nina Herzog, J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> Nina Herzog. Yes. Hello, look, hello. look at you. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you doing? Good. Look, look at that compound, Nina. Let me look at you. Look at that. Fashionable. Look at that artistic compound full of books and fashion. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, you guys, it's in my apartment now. I guess that's, that's what, the way of the world. That's the way of the world. <laughs> We're all cooked up inside, Nina. But it, yeah, I mean, look, for anyone out there that may not recognize your name, uh, I just want my audience to remember where you heard it first, yeah. you know, give us credits because you are on your way to becoming, look, I've been in radio since 2005. I know a star when it's hap- when it's going to happen. And we believe that that's, you're headed to big things, Nina. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you so much. I mean, let me just roll some of your credits just for my audience, Nina. So apologies. But, you know, I mean, obviously, Together Away is your new six song EP. It's coming out February 12th. We'll talk about it. But it's coming out March 12th, actually. March 12th. Okay. March 12th. Yeah, but there's another single coming in February that's kind of Valentine's Eve. So. Oh, there you go. 
Oh, there you go. All right, we'll get to that. But also, Voice of a Dead in the Swan Princess, in, in you know, in the series. Your uh, soloist with the National Symphony at age 16, you did that. You know, your voice can be heard on over 200 tracks, jingles, you know, BMI, Sony Music. You collaborated with Patrick Williams, the Grammy Award winning and Academy Award, you know, composer, arranger. Look, we could go on the entire show just rolling out the stuff you've done. You are so impressive. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and to be Absolutely. able to share music and have a conversation about this music that I really care about. So absolutely, thank you. absolutely. So Nina, first of all, what's a normal weekend for you during the pandemic? What does like that look like? <laughs> what is normal? I really don't know I what know. that means anymore. Yeah, exactly. But, right. Yeah. But my, my days consist of, uh, I play music here. Um, I have a recording booth at home now. A closet has been converted into a vocal booth. Nice. So I can do uh, demos here, and um, I have a piano and a guitar that I write on. Um, and there's been some virtual concerts lately, which yeah. has been really fun. And now a lot of attention um, has been put on sharing this music. Um, I wrote the songs from Together Away, the EP that's coming yeah, out in March, in March. Uh, a little while ago, and um, was doing lots of different things in the arts, like you were mentioning, and I've always wanted to share my own music in an EP, and so now here it is. Now there's a little bit more time to do that and think about how I'm going to share it, and um, yeah, so there's been some of that, and then I also work um, with a nonprofit organization and uh, did a couple charity concerts this last year, which was uh, a really felt really good to be making music and to be doing it um, in a way that helps other people because I know a lot of people are really struggling right now. Um, but this the EP Together Away, I finished it a while ago and named it Together Away. And now it sort of has even more of a meaning uh, to me. I, I think, you know, before it was kind of a reflection of being away from home on tour and yeah. also from having lost loved ones in my life and realizing that there's still a way to really feel together even when we're far away. And so now I feel like it, that the meaning has sort of doubled because there are so many people that I love and that I'm far away from during this time. Right. So yeah, kind of like rediscovering these songs in a way during this time as well. Yeah. Absolutely, Nina. So a lot to unpack there. First of all, tell us about these charities you're working on. Like, what are their names? If maybe so someone out there in my audience wants to help or like look into them, what, what are they about? Yeah, so uh, we just did a charity concert for an organization called Elkhart Cares, which I work really closely with and um, help them in all the different ways. Um, I also really care about working with organizations that support arts education. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've worked with Spectrum Laboratories and um, things like that. There are so many organizations now, which I think is a really great way to still feel connected. I think right now, as a lot of us are just home, it's easy to feel sort of isolated. And I think giving back and feeling like you can engage in the community in some way feels really good and really human. Um, and 
So that's an important part of what I do and what I love yeah, doing. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And, and bringing music to things I care about. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you're using your, your gift, your purpose for a greater good. That's the beautiful thing that you're doing. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk, talk about together again in just a second, Nina. But let me just like go back to your early life for a sec, if you don't mind, just because it's such yeah. a great story, right? Like it seems like you've been singing your entire life. What are some of the earliest memories that you have as a young girl just singing around the house and expressing yourself in that way? Yeah, I definitely have been singing my whole life. I love it so much. And uh, my mom says that I would, you know, sing around the house even before I really knew words, like just making mm. melodies and making up songs um, has, it just feels very natural to me. It feels good. Um, and I think my first talent show, I was probably, uh, I was really seven, little. right? Seven, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and I sang Blue Moon, which is actually a song I just sang again in concert for the first time since I was seven. Um, for, and uh, I love that song. And uh, yeah, I, I, I have done a lot of different studio recording things. And right. I, I went to a high school that was an art school. Mm. So I was very immersed with it. And I'm really grateful for that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, you, I mean, you mentioned Blue Moon at seven, at 12 years old, you're doing a cable TV show. I, I, I said, you know, when we were doing the research yesterday, we said, okay, we got to ask Nina, like, how do you manage this pressure? Because obviously by now you're like a pro, but when you're <laughs> seven, when you're 12, like, what are some of the rituals that like, you know, like that you like didn't have a stage fright and you were just so focused and you delivered? Yeah, I, I definitely get nervous if I don't feel prepared. So I practice a lot and actually all of the, um, the musicians that I play with are very patient because they know that I like to go over things a lot to feel good. Um, and it's, it's, so that's a big thing is just preparing a lot and and also choosing material that I really connect to, which is really easy when you're writing it, because, of course, I connect to these songs because they're my story. Right. Um, but as a kid, I wasn't singing my original songs at age seven and, you know, 12. I was singing other songs, though, that. I really connected to and that really spoke to me and that and and so therefore when I was singing them it was less thought about all the stuff that might make you nervous and more just about telling the truth of the song of singing the story of the song and connecting to that thing that made me choose the song to sing and share in the first place absolutely absolutely yeah. and then I want to ask you about a moment when you're 17 you know you're going to be a doctor your, your your father's a doctor and and so you think you're going to be a doctor but you get to uh, to sing with the national symphony orchestra in dc yeah. and some something happens and you're just like okay like you have a breakthrough moment Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you what was like that breakthrough moment do you have a moment in the show that you like can you just describe the feeling where you're like done yeah you know I always really liked the idea of going into medicine because it seemed like a really good way to give back and to connect with people and because that's a role model that I've seen in my family a lot of people are in the sciences yeah. um, it just sort of seemed like oh that's the career choice that that makes sense but yeah, after I got off stage with the National Symphony, I went down to my dressing room and I called my mom and I said, mom, I'm not going to medical school. I'm going to spend more time as an artist. She was like, of course you are. I could tell. Yeah. Um, but but to <laughs> me, it was like on stage, I felt all these people were so joyful and the yeah. experience of doing it too, just like made me feel so great. And everybody was so excited to be there. It was, it was um, at 
at the wolf trap. Uh, so it was like outside and you could just feel the energy. And I was like, this is medicine in a way, like to have whatever all these people did during their day, whatever was going on, you know, here we all are now. And this is like this thing that's uplifting all of us. And it's its own kind of altruism or connecting with other people and sharing. Um, yeah. And I think it was a combination of just how fun it was uh, to sing with the National Symphony um, and to have that kind of an experience, but also coupled with realizing that I don't have to be like a conventional physician to use the arts to, which is like my medicine. And also I think is something that uplifts other people. If I, if I sing songs that touch me, then hopefully other people need to hear them too. And Absolutely. It, brings light to the world the way that I think and that's uh, what you're doing that and that's it that it's amazing what you're doing and we love it we, we absolutely love it and um okay let's talk about your songwriting for a second you briefly touched on it and I thought it's it, it's amazing because I mean your EP is awesome for a song like least resistance you know like holy like smoly like that song is so powerful <laughs> but I at like the same that time holy smoly well I was gonna curse but I, I didn't want to you know holy you know holy, holy shit yeah exactly holy <laughs> smoly it's like we're in the 40s but um so powerful <laughs> and so elegant at the same time uh, Nina right um but I wanted to ask about your songwriting process for something like this are you like disciplined like okay mom, manager, team, I am going to lock myself nine to five and I'm going to come out with some ideas or are you like when inspiration hits you kind of thing? Yeah, so, well, it's a little bit of both for this. So the songwriting of Least Resistance, I was in the middle of the woods and I was, I felt just, I was thinking about everything that I wanted to create in my life. So like the love I want to see and the world I want to live in and create and the, yeah. you know, just all of my dreams and I felt this rush inside of me when I was like a manifestation song yeah it, it I felt this like burst in me to just run towards my dreams and for whatever reason I just felt this jolt and I was in Alaska and it's crazy in Alaska because at two in the morning it's light out and you can be hiking in the woods by yourself and it's not Amazing. scary because it's, it's not, not weird right so I just started running really fast as I felt this like impulse to rush towards everything I want and then I kind of stopped really winded and this song started coming to me so that's wow. that was the writing of the song um and um but then to your question of like locking myself away and finishing something I also sometimes work that way I when I was completing the EP I flew to Seattle to work with Philip Peterson mm -hmm. and he's really wonderful and we we kind of took the songs and then took a very cinematic approach. We added a lot of strings and focused a lot on storytelling um, and going on a journey. And so we worked from sunrise to sunset every day because I was nice. only in Seattle for a week. Uh, so we went through the whole EP um, that way. So yeah, a little bit of both. Sometimes the moment strikes. Um, one of the songs on the EP that's coming out is called Journey Bound. Mm. And um that one came to me in its full form on an airplane and I sang it into my iPhone trying not to bug the person next people to me. next to you yeah so you never know when it will come I but capturing it. it is is nice and then really getting the idea down takes I, I think the time it. of locking it. your way yourself away in the studio to get the idea finished it's such a great opinion i really it's like a drop the mic thing i, I mean changing season <laughs> is another one that i love i mean it's just so spectacular Thank because at first i'm from florida so like i i kind of related that like you know you don't get access to the seasons if you will yeah but uh, but yeah exactly i mean nashville now but i was but but yeah but the point is that 
the song is kind of like, uh, it goes deeper than that, right? It's like a spiritual thing. And when you like unlock that, that the seasons are like inside of you and like the way, it's just a really powerful thing, you know, tell me a little bit about that song. Well, I think you really hit it on the head that it's about, yes, it's about the seasons and I'm, you know, from Southern California. I live in Los Angeles now where we get very light seasons. You can kind of see things subtly changing, uh, but not like you can in other parts of the world. And so it's in a way a reflection of, you know, just the desire to see more of the world. And, um, and yeah, all of the seasons are sort of a metaphor of all the colors of life, all the experiences of life that I think, you know, take a lot of vulnerability, but that journey is so worth it. Yeah. Uh, to yeah just kind of like open your arms and embrace all of the seasons all the colors of life all the transitions and um, I think it's beautiful when you do experience seasons I grew up part of my childhood in the mountains of Southern mm. California and we did have a little bit more of the seasons in fact the music video for changing seasons was filmed on an apple orchard that I used to play on as a kid it was like my neighbor's home which was oh my really fun to be there for filming the music video but yeah, when you ex when you see the seasons changing around you, that metaphor, it's sort of helpful with just like recognizing that life is just full of, um, yeah, different colors and it's part of the journey. And I like, uh, I like that experience of having nature to reflect to, to find metaphors that sort of help uh, connect your heart with your mind. Yeah. You're creating beautiful art, Nina, because it's Thank not you. just a song. It's not just a songwriting, but just exquisite visuals. Like you're, you're like the whole package. It's such a beautiful, Thank it's going to be, it's going to be unbelievable. Like we're so honored to have you here. Let me ask you a couple songs. I mean, you're so generous with your time and I hear that you may play a little song for us, but mm -hmm. let me ask you about Swamp Princess. Obviously got to ask you because uh, it's, it's such a big role, right? Is it so fun? fun. Is it fun to record voices like this, Nina? I mean it because oh, yeah. because it seems like you've done a little bit of everything in the arts. But is it nice that you don't have to worry about the camera? You don't have to worry about how you look or like whatever if you're bloated because you <laughs> ate pizza the night before, and you can just kind of close your eyes and get into you know this level of intimacy with the character. Yeah, that's fun, and but it's so different. You know, it's like it's you don't have the set and you don't even have, like I didn't even meet the, the man who plays my prince until right. the movie was done. You know, it's like, it's so different than when you're on camera or when you're on stage and you have the props and the costume and the, the scene, uh, the set, you know, everything is there to help you kind of go there and step into another character. Yeah. The voiceover, it's really an exercise of the imagination because you are standing there in your, you know, in a vocal booth or in your closet converted vocal booth and imagining all these things that are going on around you. The whole scene is happening in your brain. In That's your brain. the whole world. And you Amazing. have to, yeah, go there. Um, and, and it's very, it's a very different experience. I love that exercising of the mind of, yeah, the creating sure. the imagery and going there. It's a fun, different challenge. And Oh, she's like Odette, the Swan Princess. She's just such a sweet character. And, yeah. you know, the original came out when I was really little. And mm -hmm. uh, and that theme song from the from the original movie, Far Longer Than Forever, which we reprised a little bit of. Um, yeah, I, I always loved that song and connected to it so much. And it's funny now because I think the message is very similar to my EP, which is that you know, love is everlasting when you've felt it, that, yeah. that you can 
that it will far longer than forever like till the end of time it won't be destroyed once it's created amazing amazing yeah, and what's the um movie. what are your experiences when when like you you come across young fans of the show and they realize that you're Odette like what's <laughs> like, like what's what's that feeling like oh it's fun and you know it, it's for animation that's pretty rare because they don't really know what the the face looks like to the voice which is kind of fun about that work um but yeah I think I think it's sweet that that Odette inspires just a belief in love and in and again you know we've been talking here today about like the give being vulnerable and experiencing yeah. all the colors it's a little bit scary but it's so worth it to yeah. to open your heart and I think that Odette is so that way she it she inspired and playing that role inspires me and I think that's why so many young girls um other girls of all ages women of all ages love Odette the Swan Princess because she is inspiring in that way she believes in her love she found her love and she's hanging on to it she's going to do whatever it takes to to prove her love to hang on to her love and I think that's really beautiful and romantic. Who doesn't like oh romance? Nina, you have us all inspired here. It's like, besides, like not only a great talent, but you're like a motivational speaker. You're like Oprah, <laughs> Tony Robbins. I'm like, where are we going? It's the shawl. Um, it, it's a beautiful shawl. By the way, for oh, the okay. audio audience, we have video and audio. The audio audience, she's wearing a beautiful shawl. Just oh. imagine, I don't know, Jackie Onassis or something. It, that's Public that's Nina herself. Shawl. Yeah, exactly. Well, Nina, you've been so kind with your time. Um, Thank you. We loved Thanks having, for having you. Me. Absolutely. Is it true that you may sing a song for us? Yes, I would love to. I'm going to sing a little bit of Least Resistance, which oh, that's awesome. just came out. And you can stream that as well as Changing Seasons whenever you want. But I'm going to give you a bit of Least Resistance. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nothing feels right today. I smoke away in the dark until everything is gray. Can't go on this way. What can I say? I keep crying about time to do something too i don't want to take the path of least resistance baby gonna do whatever it takes even if it makes me crazy gotta get close to you do what i gotta do to tell you i love you I'm not gonna t-
take my time to show you what I'm feeling. I know I want to make you mine. All these nights of crime, we were I just gotta ask you, guitarist, what does it feel like to play with that voice? Yeah, there's nobody quite like Nina to play and, and to feed off of in terms of being able to build and swell. And, and yeah, Nina's one of a kind in that one. Unbelievable. Nina. Benny Lipson. Benny Lipson playing for Nina. Nina, thank you so much. That was incredible. We cannot wait to get your EP. Cannot wait to see you live. The, you know, so excited for everything that's coming your way. Thank you so much, Nina. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.